our basic trophies and plaques. Welcome everyone to another edition here of Coach Talk. We have as a our guest today, head softball coach from New Mexico Highlands, Kevin Johnish. Coach Johnish, thanks for joining us this morning. Appreciate you having me. Uh, it's an honor to be with you. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Coach. Um, so, so tell us, Coach, just a little bit about you and your recruiting style and the type of things that you look for in players. Sure. Um, well, I'm born and raised in central Illinois. Uh, I grew up in a little small uh, farming community called Maroa. Uh, played high school uh, football and baseball. Played for a couple state titles in football, one for baseball. Um, played Division three football. I was a long snapper. Um, ended up having ACL surgery at the end of my career. Um, softball was big in my area. Uh, really men's fast pitch was big in my area up until about high school where, um, the girls, the girls started playing in high school. Um, so I've been around it. Um, I, uh, coached at the women's major level, uh, which was probably the most talent I've ever been around. Lots of division one players, uh, and turn that into, to uh, coaching in college. You know, as far as recruiting goes, I mean, you know, I think it's important to develop relationships, um, you know, that, that are going to be beneficial for not only our softball team and our university, but also for um, the student athlete that we recruit. Um, you know, in a weird kind of way, COVID has kind of uh, helped underscore that philosophy. You know, talent, obviously, you got to have talent if you're going to be successful, but, but, uh, you know, I, I was telling a recruit just this week, I said, you know, I never used to FaceTime my recruits. And now I usually don't even take a call without seeing their face. And, uh, you know, that's been kind of the, the, the best way to get to know someone uh, now since we, we we're New Mexico is in a situation where we've got a liberal governor. It's been hard to her mandates have been pretty tough. And so um, there's a quarantine to come into the state. So it's been hard to to get uh, any of our prospective student athletes on campus. So we do a lot of Zoom and a lot of FaceTime, um, but we're really just kind of looking for the best fit for us, someone who understands kind of what we're uh, trying to accomplish here and wants to be a part of it. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, how has the situation there in New Mexico impacted you guys as far as preparation, season happening, and even recruiting? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll take the last one first. Recruiting, like I said, we've done a – we have a class of five, and we're probably going to add a couple more. Um, okay. And I've seen none of our players – none of our players have been on campus, and I've seen none of them play in person. And I think if I was a, a young coach and I was just starting my head coaching career, I'd be a lot more concerned. But, yeah. you know, going back to the relation building, you get to know coaches, you get to trust coaches – um, for instance, one of our uh, incoming uh, 21 incoming uh, freshmen played for um, or plays for in high school, one of my former players, one of my former college players. So she, you know, Jennifer Bocanegra knows exactly what we're looking for. And so, you know, I trust her when she says, hey, she's your type of player uh, and she can compete at your level. Um, you know, Coach Bocanegra played at that level. So she she knows. And so. Um, you know, that's that's the impact there. I mean, certainly it's been a, a, a leap of trust a little bit, a leap of faith uh, as far as what you're evaluating on 
film. One thing I told myself early on, though, I said, you know, that it's rare that I that I do proper evaluation and then I show up and they're not as talented as I thought they were on film. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been pretty rare. You know, I, I've been able to trust myself that way. So then it becomes just getting to know the players and, and are they the right fit? Are they the right personality? Um, you know, you do your best to show the campus. I think it's probably more frustrating for the student athletes than it is for me and my staff. Um, and, and, you know, so you do the best to kind of show them, hey, what, here's what you're getting into. You know, I know you can't visit right now, but as soon as you, you know, we, we tell them, as soon as you can visit, we want you on campus. Um, you know, we're not trying to hide anything. We want you here. Um, and I think everyone's kind of understood that. Um, so if you guys did a lot of uh, walking around with, with the, the iPhones and FaceTime showing campus that way. You know, it, it's funny. Well, we're lucky in that the university has a really good, uh, a really well-produced virtual tour. Okay. Um, and it's, you know, it, it's right on the front page of our website. And I, I try not to tip it cause I want to be, I want to see their face when I see it and I kind of okay. want to walk them through it. So we do it on zoom. Um, and then, but, but it, it doesn't focus on our facilities as much, the softball facilities. So we do kind of tack on the end of it. We show them the weight room, which we're proud of. Um, we show them the student success, uh, student athlete success center, which is kind of in its infancy here at Highlands. Uh, and, and, uh, Shanna Dominguez is, is kind of the head of that one of our athletic directors. And so, and then we take them, you know, to our clubhouse, which again, I'm proud of for this level. Uh, and our field is in, in uh, you know, is a good facility. You know, we, we need some makeup and we're, and we're going to put some signage up and color it up a little bit, but it's really at its raw. It's, it's, it's really, it shows well uh, on, okay. on iPhone, on the iPhones. And, and so, yeah, it's been different. It's been weird. In fact, I think, I think recruiting probably has changed forever now. You know, there's yeah, so many things we too. can do. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's so many things we can do that we didn't think of or didn't do before. Or you weren't comfortable with at the time. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And then as far as, as pre preparation goes, you know, again, you know, I know everybody kind of looks at us and feels sorry for New Mexico because we our mandates are a little stronger. But, um, you know, it started out in groups of five, uh, max groups of five. And we and that played perfectly into what I've kind of always done as a head coach. And that is we have. We have our, we call them early outs, but they're individual workouts, which are just small hitting groups. And, and the pitchers work with their catchers, uh, with, with uh, my pitching coach, Maggie Metz. And, and uh, you know, so that, it, that's all worked really good. And then the uh, small group max or the max group number kind of increased and we were able to get on the field as, as a bigger group. And, um, but then we went kind of, we, we did about a month of that, maybe five weeks. And then we went backwards a little bit. Uh, the mandate went back down. and. So we just kind of we just kind of called it off. I, you know, the one thing I kind of regret, and I told all the other players in their their uh, kind of wrap up semester meetings that I wish we would have scrimmaged more. Um, we were getting to that, and then all of a sudden we kind of kind of got short. But we had lots of things to put in. And, you know, a new coach. I've been here since took over in June, so this is my first fall, and and uh, a lot of verbiage to learn, a lot of you know your cuts and relays and your base running and all that stuff. Um, we had a productive fall, you know, yeah, we were limited and it was different than most years, but um, we definitely have a productive fall.
What are some of the things that softball players out there that are looking to present to coaches a a a two to five minute video on their skill set? What are some of the things that they should be focusing on in order to make themselves more attractive to want to look at more video and to talk to them more and to recruit them? Yeah, that's um, that's a good question, and I would I would tell you, you know, I've watched a couple of your episodes, and I I don't think it changes much from um, what the other coaches in the other sports are saying. Number one, two to five minutes is kind of key. You're you're only going to keep our attention about that long. Um, game video is hard to pick out who you are, and and you know to watch you take five balls, you know that you either swung at or didn't swing at before you get a hit. That's kind of you know we're going, come on, come on, let's go. Um, but we want to see action. Obviously, you know, most of the time, non-COVID times, the video is just going to get our attention and say, we got to go see this kid play a little, you know, play in person. Yep. Um, you know, there are, there are situations, for instance, we took a, a one of our commitments is a, is an Hawaiian. And, you know, obviously it's a little bit harder to see someone, you know, unless you unless your you know recruiting budget's good now a lot of the hawaiians will come over and play in southern california and we'll get a chance to see them but you know covid plus hawaii means we didn't get to see her in person either obviously and and so uh but for the most part we want to see your talents i mean you know no need to show us you running home to first if you can't run pretty fast you know no, yeah. no need to show you show us a rise ball if it's not really a rise ball um you know so stick to what you do best show us what you can add to the team and, and and then at that point it's up to us to decide hey do i need to see this kid play a little bit uh more in person and, and make an in-person evaluation but um you know definitely um i would say this and i think this is really important yeah the way sh- the way recruiting is done uh by and large now in softball is especially at the under levels uh, division one's a little different They're, they work on a little bit different set of rules but um as far as division two and nai schools and, and junior college schools um, there'll be a showcase and there'll be a camp, for instance, on Thursday or Friday before the actual plane starts. And we go work the camps. The coaches go work the camps. And, and then we get some some expenses paid because of that. They'll pay for hotels, maybe meals, maybe give us, um, you know, camp uh, fee for, for working as a, as a counselor or a clinician. Um, and then we'll stay for the weekend and, and watch the games. So what happens is, is the these players who go to these camps – will get a list of the coaches that are coming and then they'll email, then they'll do their work on their end and they'll do their emails. Here's one thing I can say for any, any uh, prospective student athletes out there, attach some video because I'll get, if I'm working a camp of say 300 kids, I may get 175 emails. 
But if you don't, you know, so having that many, I can't schedule see everyone. So if you attach video, then I get to pick a little bit, you know, I get to make my initial evaluation and say, okay, I've got to go see this player player. I'm going to make sure to pay attention when she comes through my group at the camp. If you only put, hey, I'm going to be playing and here are my game times, I don't have a hook yet. I don't have a reason really to come see you uh, unless something really jumps out. Your GPA might jump out. Your height might jump out. Um, you know, your statistics, assuming that they're, you know, that's always a if, you know, uh, if they're not embellished. If you have, if you had a dozen home runs in your high school or your last high school season, that might stick out. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, we need a lot more players than kids that can hit home runs and and, uh, and pitch 65 miles an hour. We, we need uh, there, we need a whole team of players. So video is the best way, you know, for us to kind of say, okay, let's take this to the next level. COVID has impacted everything and just listening to you, it, it sounds like video has become a very integral part in the recruiting process for you guys there at Highlands. Before COVID happened, how, how, how much weight did you guys put into the, the social media, the, the, the video aspect of it? Or was it, I, I got to get this, I get eyes on this kid. Um, to uh, make an assessment? Well, I think it's it hasn't really changed much as far as our initial evaluation from video is is key. Um, you know, again, if I'm going to a big event and I know you're going to be there and I've seen video, there's a much higher, you know, if I like my evaluation of you was good, there's a much more uh, likely scenario that I'm going to chase you down and, and come watch you play in person. So, so yeah, it's key. Um, you know, again, it, it, there's a situation and, and it, look, we'll, we'll put in the time coaches will put in the time, but it's really hard. Just like it's hard to watch a whole basketball game. It's yep. really hard to watch a whole football game. You know, that's 90 plus minutes of just watching a game. And, you know, certainly that's what we'll do in person. And uh, you know, but to do that on video, man, our list is never done and there's always things to do, you know, especially, you know, division two, we don't have a director of ops and maybe have a shorter staff. And so our time's a little bit more limited. So, I mean, let's, let's get to the meat and potatoes and show me what you can do on the field and uh, show me your hustle and show me your passion. Um, those things I can evaluate 
somewhat on on video and again at least it gets me out there if all you do is tell me how passionate that you are everybody's telling me how passionate they are everybody says that they've been playing for 15 years or however long they've been playing you know and and so i I, that's obviously good that's great but everyone says that so i i don't know i can't distinguish people just from words a lot of times now every now and then there might be a there might be an email come in and you're like well i think i need to see see this kid you know she, she writes great and it's you know and then the other part of it is you know Tell me, tell me what you want to major in and why we're a good school for your major. Tell me that your dad played basketball here back in the you know 80s. Or tell me things that are going to be hooks of why this fit is good for you. Um, I think a lot of times recruits cast a really wide net, uh, and their emails are intended for too big of an audience. Um, and and I, you, know, you can see those a mile away. You know, another thing, I, this is kind of funny because because I get this a lot as a first-year coach, um, and that is I've been tracking you and your team for a long time, and they're really, we weren't very good last year, so if you're telling me that, you haven't really done research. I know that you haven't, you, that you don't know exactly about us. So, um, you know, on the other hand, I'll get emails that say, hey, congratulations on, on, your, you know, on, on your new job, uh, you know, and, and so – the the text of an email will tell a lot, but eventually, you know, I've got to evaluate you, and, and the sooner I can do that, the better. Um, I can tell you this year again, not being able to evaluate in person as much. We knew we identified our top recruits fairly quick, and I think that's yeah. kind of the nature of our sport anyway. You know, Division One has always been early, and they're early on. You know, obviously, Division One are, are quicker on most sports. Uh, but in our sport, and I think women's basketball is probably another sport, um, it's nothing for us to have our own. Well, I'm already working on our 2023 class. Now, that's partly aided by the 2022. We don't have any juniors on the on the roster, so I'm not going to need a lot of 2022s, but I'm working on the 2023 class. That's how far ahead I am. I'm, I'm, I'm essentially um, – I'm, I'm not quite done with the 21 class, but I'm done evaluating. You know, now it's just yeah. a matter of kind of closing a couple situations and, you know, we've got numbers for a full roster, but we're looking for some depth and, you know, that's kind of where we are. So, um, yeah, definitely having video out there is big. I, I can't tell you necessarily that if, if someone shows a highlight on social media that I'll look at it and say, oh, I got to go see more about this kid. I mean, highlights happen a lot. I mean, they're on there a lot. And plus, if I don't know, I have a lot of uh, Facebook friends and Twitter followers that are recruits. Yeah. Um, but I also know that they also have a lot of coaches on their Twitter friends. And I don't know what level you want to play. I don't know much about you um, just based on that social media. Um, yeah. I think social media is important to show, show off your program. And, and, and we certainly follow our, our committed recruits on social media. We want to see what they're doing and what they're up to because they're people that we're going to spend a lot of time with. And, we like them. We love them already. We're going to love them more once they get here. So we have interest. Um, but as a recruiting tool for our sport, our, well, I shouldn't say for our sport, but for me, not as not as big a deal, I think. Um, I know basketball coaches and football coaches do a lot of work on social media as far as just the recruiting side. Um, I can't say for me that's the tool that I've, I've utilized. I'm Dr. Timothy Hoover, and I'm taking it to the house, and I want you to come and join me every Thursday at 4.30 Eastern Standard Time on Taking It to the House. Hi, I'm Dr. C. Victor Herbin III, and I'm the co-host of Taking It to the House. 
Come on out and join us. We want you to bring some hot fire. Thursdays, 4.30 Eastern time, taking it to the house. I want you to come with us. Take it to the house with us. You want to, you got to burn? Something you want to share? You see our Twitter accounts? You can join us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Come on, take it to the house with us. You got that hot fire? Something that stands out that you just know how to take to the house? Let us know on our Twitter handles. We'll be more than happy to read it on air. We want to hear from you. Bring it. It's really hard to judge a player on five at-bats or maybe even ten at-bats. I mean, um, you know, the more you see. And so we really, I've told our players here, I'm looking at your approach. Are, are you confident? Are you swinging at good pitches? You know, you can hit five balls right at the shortstop and be out five times. It still doesn't, you know, it means you're still a starter. Um, you know, and, and even striking out. Sometimes you're like, well, okay, well, that's just, it's just a matter of time. You know, and, and so I, I think when you see, when you evaluate players, um, I mean, I, you know, again, we're talking about time, so I don't know that I want to see you strike out, <laughs> you know, yeah, on your, on your evaluation sure. video. But at the same time, you know, if I come and watch you and you have three strikeouts, you're not necessarily crossed off my list. Now, you know, it helps if you hit three home runs, but if you strike out three times and you've been aggressive and, you know, and you're facing – and it also depends on the pitching you're facing. If you're facing a, a kid who's going to Alabama – and you strike out three times, I'm not sure that's fair for us to say, uh, three strikeouts, we're not interested. You know, so we can tell a lot in approach and confidence and, and you know, uh, I know a lot of coaches will say this and it's a little cliche, but what do you do after you strike out? We're going to watch you at the end of the dugout. If I'm there just to see you, I'm going to watch you. You know, yeah. and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to watch your demeanor. I'm going to see how you react because, you know, again, cliche, I apologize, but – you're probably going to, you know, you're going to fail more times than you're going to succeed. Almost if you want, you're going to be an All-American. We all know it. You know, we all see an All-American and we're like, okay, she's pretty good. And, you know, otherwise you're going to probably fail more than you're going to succeed for us. One of the things that as an assistant coach I always got the assignment to do was to, uh, anytime we got recruits interested in the program, check out their social media see what they're posting, see if they're putting anything that's derogatory or goes against the principles of the school, our program, and the direction we're trying to go. So do you guys do a lot of that as well on the softball side? Um, well, I mean, obviously, if we see something that isn't good, then that's that's pretty easy. I and mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, if you can't behave at this time of your life when you know we're probably watching, you know, you know, and each medium is a little different because I think I think that young people, uh, both you know, kids who are growing into adults, understand which medium they're on. They may do one thing on Snap and another thing on Facebook. That'll be completely different. Um, I, I can tell you, I could count on one hand, probably a lot less than one hand, how many times we've canceled a relationship or ended a relationship based on social media. Because I think. For the most part, um, you know, prospective student athletes that we have gotten close to realize the the depth of what they're doing. And so, um, you know, we haven't run across a bunch of, of uh, players that, um, you know, have gotten themselves in trouble. But it's happened and we will we'll look and certainly it would be a huge red flag and maybe more if, if you put something on there that's uh, not in um, – you know, that's not in tune with what we're looking for as a student athlete. I mean, you know, again, pretty cliche but it's true. 
you're you got a spotlight. You know, Las Vegas, Nevada, where we are, is fifteen thousand people, and and they love having their university here. But they also, you know, are looking for trouble, and and it, you know they'll the the city will find it, the paper will find it. I mean, the university will find it. I'll find it. One thing I tell recruits, I, I think it's more to look into yourself and say, do I really want to do this? And I'll give an give an example of what I, I I tell players this. Look, if in your head you think college is going to be one big party. And that's okay. Every weekend, I'm not going to have my parents there. I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to go to the party and I'm going to do things maybe that aren't the right decisions. That's, I can tell you, don't come here. You know, I'm not saying that if you get caught at a party, I'm going to, you know, and, and you're doing things that you shouldn't, that I'm, I'm going to kick you off the team the first time. I'm not saying that. But if you, that's your MO and that's what you're going to do continuously, it's going to catch up with you. And you're going, you're going to run a lot probably. You're going to get in trouble a lot. And eventually, if it's a problem on the softball field, I'm going to tell you that our relationship's over. I'll tell recruits if that's your if that's your thing, if that's how you think college is going to be, then you're, this isn't the place for you. So you don't have to tell mom and dad, "Hey, look, because I can't party, I'm not going there." Just tell them you don't want to come here. You know, it's yeah, that easy. You know, sure. I, I didn't get a good, I didn't get a good vibe, so I don't want to go there. You know, and so everyone, you know, no one gets in trouble and, and everyone gets out. So um, we want players. You know, I think basketball uses the term gym rats. Well, we want field rats and cage rats. We want kids that can't get enough, you know, and, and we, I'm not going to beg you. I'm not going to beg you to go out and get extra work. And I'm going to tell you, Hey, here's a key. You can go, you can go to the cages if you want, you can get in yourself. And then it's up to you to do that. Um, if I make you go out there, it's not going to be very productive. And, and back to social media. I mean, I may request you, you know, Facebook, obviously, and my generation is still the, the social media. And I may request a friend, but if you don't ever okay it, I don't care. It, it doesn't matter to me. I'll find out about you when we need to. Uh, and I don't want to sound like a fuddy-duddy. I'm on Facebook as much as anybody and Twitter. I love scrolling, scrolling through Twitter and uh, Instagram a little bit. So, um, you know, we watch and I enjoy it. Uh, but, you know, like I said, I mean, you could – you could uh, certainly get in trouble without me being your Facebook friend, um, you know. Uh, but 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 to to your point and to your question, yeah. If you're posting things that are red flags for us, um, yeah, we we'll steer away. We'll walk away from that.
So how does a recruit get their information to you and your staff if they're interested, inter- interested in your school? Mm-hmm. Um, well, emails obviously is, is always, you know, uh, the easiest way to get to know us or for us to get to know you, you know, get on our campus. I mean, you, you need to know as much about us as we need to know about you. If you're interested in, um, you know, if, if you, uh, if, if you're, at a camp that we're at and you're interested in our school, come let us know, you know, and certainly let us know why, you know, hopefully it's more than just, uh, you know, the wide blanket and you're telling everybody that, but hopefully there's a reason why either the, your selected major or um, whatever it may be. Um, I heard one of your former interviews and I, and I totally agree with, uh, with the coach that was uh, on the show from Kingsville who said, call us up. I mean, I could count, I live, going back to one hand, I could count on one hand how many times I've been called by a recruit out of the blue. But when I do, I'm like, there's a reason why CEO, you know, it takes guts to get on the phone. This generation yeah. doesn't like to talk to the phone. You know, they, they don't like, to, they don't like to, to put themselves kind of in front a lot of times. If you really want to come to my school, tell me why. Call me up and tell me why. You do that, it'd be really hard, no matter how good or bad of a softball player you are, it'd be hard for us to not, not to consider you. And you know, I don't think a lot of kids and their parents realize that they can just pick a phone up and call a coach. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. really that easy. Yeah. We'll, we'll tell, we'll tell, I'll tell our recruit the first time I talk to him, I say, Hey, look, there's limits on how many times I can call you, but you can call me all you want. You can call me every day if you want, you know, and, and up until recently, well, and, and division two is still kind of like this, but, the Division One rules used to be you could you could call up when you're an eighth grader. Well, a freshman that's probably the more likely yeah. scenario. They're yeah. recruitable at freshman. Now they they can't necessarily do that as much anymore. But but you can call me up at your freshman year if you want to talk to me. You know, am I looking at twenty fours? Well, I'm not quite there yet, but we won't. We're not too far away looking at the twenty fours. So so yeah, I mean, it, and a parent too. You know, I, I'm always amazed. I tell I tell all my perspective. I said, look, if your parents want to talk, have them call. Um, I think if I, I don't have kids, but if I did, I think that's, that's something I would do. I mean, I can call the coach and say, hey, can we talk about, you know, are you going to take care of my kid? You know, yeah. academically, what what are your philosophies? You know, I, I want to make sure they get their degree, you know, and then sure. Yeah, well, let's talk about ball. Let's talk about, you know, where my kid fits in on your team and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, it's funny how involved parents are with club teams and high school teams. And, you know, they sure will try to get the high school coach fired. But, yeah. but you know, I don't I don't talk to coaches near as much as I would like to. You know, I mean, again, I, I, I will always go out of my way to say hi to a parent, um, you know, whether in person or even on, you know, even on phone or FaceTime. I had a, I had a parent last night. I said, hey, is that your mom in the background? I want to say hi to her. You know, and, and I think it puts the parent at ease a little bit, you know, and makes them feel like, hey, we're human, too. I mean, you know, we put our pants on the same way they do. So. Good deal. Coach, time always flies when you're having fun. Is there any closing remarks you want to make for parents, student athletes out there that may watch this about yourself, your program, your coaching philosophy and your school? Uh, sure. Well, first of all, thanks for the opportunity to be on, uh, coach. I, I appreciate this. I think, um, you know, number one, the the chance to talk softball recruiting, um, sometimes softball gets kind of forgotten a little bit among the sports and and I get it. You know, we love having a good football team on campus. We love having a good basketball team on campus. So we understand, uh, you know, the other 
point is, and we're we're in the the RMAC, we're in the Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference, and um, most of the schools are in the Denver area, uh, and then Mesa, uh, Colorado Mesa is, is over the the Rockies, and so sometimes we get a little bit, you know, we don't get the PR maybe as some of those schools. So the opportunity yeah. to kind of get in front and say hi, we're we're going to put a good product on the field. Um, our our little universities tucked away in northern central uh, New Mexico uh, at altitude, so the weather's great. Um, the facilities are are as solid as any D two school I've ever worked at, um, and so we kind of feel like we're we're a hidden gem, uh, kind of up in the mountains a little bit. Um, but but we want good kids, we want good students, uh, and we want good players, um, and and we want the you know we want you to be all three. We want you to be a good person and a good uh, student first and uh you know and, and you know there's a minimum level of talent that i think you need to have to play softball at this level and certainly we're looking for that as well not everyone can play here uh but at the same time um you know if your work ethic is good uh and you like being a good teammate uh that's really what we're looking for so again i appreciate the opportunity to kind of visit with you and uh be happy to do it anytime thank you coach johnish for joining us here This has been Coach Talk. Have a good one.